0: Hey, why am I starting it off? <laughs>
1: Welcome everyone to the Cocky Cockpit, where you'll never find a more wretched hive of scum and villainy. I'm your host from the outpost, David Firstcorn, and this is episode 32 of the Cocky Cockpit, and we're live from the servers of twitch.tv slash Cockpit. and boy did we extend out that a lot. Now we're also streaming to YouTube, we're streaming to Facebook, we're streaming to Mixer, just say hey, what's up in the chat? Make sure to drop a follow, but we'll get into all of that shortly. I am not here by myself, of course. I am being joined by Realm of the Mist co-host, or I'd say CEO and host, Chris. How's it going, Chris?
0: I'm going good, and I think I got my. I think I got my intro. I do think I got my intro.
1: Okay, let me let me hear. Or cocky cockpit.
0: I am the grand moth of jerking off.
1: I. God damn, that's good. That is. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna restart the show now. <laughs> the grand Moff of jerking off, Realm of the mist zone, Chris. I love it. I fucking love it. That, Jesus Christ, that 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 couldn't get any more cocky. Cockpit hashtag get cocky over here. Jesus, that's excellent. So how's how's uh, how's life going over there for you, uh, Chris? I know you've been uh, DJing on free time, and tell me a little bit more about that.
0: Well, that's it. Uh, Well, we're on the miss has been on a hiatus right now. So we've been basically I've been doing a a lot of uh, let's plays here on Twitch wild high 77 for anybody that ever wants to watch it. If you don't, that's fine. Nobody wants to watch me lose the video games anyway. And on Monday nights, I'm always DJing on radiocastfm.com. It is raise the underground. It is Monday nights from 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Other than that, work and sleep
1: nice nice so uh you've been doing anything fun as of late i mean there's been I mean you you, you've tuned into the last episode of the cocky cockpit where we talked about it was definitely a a lot a lot more of a serious tone uh podcast where we talked about basically the state of fandom um between uh these quote-unquote toxic star wars fans uh the whole uprise with kelly Mary tran and her supposed leaving again it's, it's all allegations at this point of her leaving social media because of social bullying essentially uh and what else do we talk about oh of course the Lucasfilm firing back at the fans saying like if you if you try to critique like the last jedi they basically kind of like push you over and say well you're just not a star wars fan or you're 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 uh you know a bigot and sexist and a racist and all of this just because you have criticism for the last Jedi. So, um, you, you gave me a little bit of feedback on that. And again, with that being a little less of a little less comedy, more serious, we, we definitely did just a, a basic one-on-one with me and Cole last week. And, uh, I'd love a little more feedback on, on, you know, what you were kind of telling me as we were live streaming uh star Wars battlefront two last week.
0: Um, well, first off, I, I love the show. I, I, I mean, I, I've listened since, since I met you guys when you uh, guested on uh, War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast presented by Realm of Mist Entertainment. Make sure you check that out. And t- shameless promotions. <laughs> shameless promotions. No, um, that's what you was for. a great. Show. I thought it was a great show. Um, it wasn't as as co- comedic as you guys normally do, which. You know, for me, it's fine because I really dug the, the the topic of conversation. Um, I absolutely agreed with a lot of the points of view you guys did, and I I definitely wanted to uh, when we were doing the the Battlefront two uh, stream, I was definitely wanting to just go ahead and go off myself. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, on on some of the things like the 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 bullying is just retarded. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You no, know, you can't. You can't blame uh, Kelly Marie Tran for the character she was. getting. I hate it, Rose, but I would never blame her for that.
1: Exactly. You That's... know that
0: was that was the writers, um, and Disney and Lucasfilm is absolutely wrong, absolutely wrong for for bad mouthing the fans just because they didn't like a movie. Guess what? I didn't like Solo. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Am I a racist? Am I a bigot? I yes. think L-337 is the shittiest fucking character ever in Star Wars. I agree. Wars. Hallelujah. 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 Praise
1: unto the Lord over here. <laughs>
0: I, and does that mean I hate Star Wars? I'm going to boycott all of Star Wars? No, that that's toxic fandom. But at the same time, I'm not going to have Luke's film tell me I'm wrong because I didn't like a product they put out.
1: Right. right.
0: You're wrong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like you said, I, I mean, I mentioned this in the – in in the last week's episode and i think it's the best way like overall i thought last jedi was fine right it's by far not at all my favorite star wars fan but i could have enough thought process behind some of the things and i'm okay to be, I'm, i can be okay with a lot of the decisions that they made ultimately a lot of people were upset with luke skywalker uh, for a great example and like how he would never you know betray Uh, or even think about assassinating his his grandson or grandson, um, but nephew, excuse me. He would never uh, ever think about the possibility of assassinating his own grandson or leaving the Jedi or all of all of these little things. And I've basically came to terms with a lot of that. And I mean, we've talked more about that in previous videos. If you just go to our YouTube channel, it's youtube.com slash cocky cockpit. You know, I made a video there just explaining some of those things so uh that's you know if you want to hear more on my thoughts on The Last Jedi and why I'm okay with it feel free to check that out but ultimately it's still at the bottom of the barrel for my favorite Star Wars films I would say it's probably just above episode one and episode two uh you know so we're talking in the bottom you know bottom three and even if i were to go up and it, let's say i'm at star wars celebration and i get get to meet ryan johnson and the man said so what did you think of the last jedi to be 100 percent honest i would look him dead in the eye i would shake his hand and i would you know say that exact quote that lando calrissian says in solo i do not like it i don't agree with it but i accept it like that would be the words out of my mouth to ryan johnson like not gonna bullshit. i'm not gonna suck his dick i'm not gonna tell him that he made the best fucking star wars film ever because he didn't you know and there there's a lot of a lot of thoughts as to why that is and ultimately I feel that the this trilogy is suffering like extremely a lot I got him. also commander I commander Root over there on twitch uh just dropped us a follow thank you so much root for that and aggro gaming for checking in aggro data gaming and of course violing over there uh, on twitch feel free to say what's nice. up in the ch- uh in the chat guys i'd love to hear your thoughts comments uh thoughts comments and concerns as we discuss this so we can uh you know highlight you guys during the show as well because you're just as much the show as we are um but ultimately like i'm I feel like this this whole idea of uh, you know making Star Wars film after Star Wars film and not really having an ultimate goal and an ultimate uh, storyline kind of penciled out so to go from JJ Abrams to basically end what he did with the last or I'm sorry with uh, the Force Awakens and before that even hits films <laughs> for them to start making the script for the Last Jedi without them even seeing it I feel is not the best way to do it I think if we're gonna have a trilogy we need to continue with the same mind and and thought process behind the whole thing so we can have that one continuous story and i think that's ultimately what we're suffering what's suffering the most from the last jedi i
0: i i can definitely agree with you on that i mean I, i did watch a video that that made a lot of sense as far as the story arc of luke skywalker uh that i'm gonna paraphrase here because uh I don't have it up in front of me to give you the whole, you know, play-by-play detail. But uh, essentially, Luke going to assassinate his own son, having that moment of weakness or that moment of darkness, he's done that before. He, he beat Vader, cut his hand off, and, and damn near assassinated his own father until he got control of his senses. He had a momentary lapse of, of, of reason. He had a, a moment of weakness, and he subsided it. Luke, I got him! fearing I that Kylo I was going to do the exact same thing as Vader did, had a moment of weakness, and he caught himself, unfortunately, mm-hmm. this time around, unlike the last time where he stopped himself through his lightsaber away and said, I'm a Jedi like my father before me. Mm-hmm. Now he got caught in his moment of weakness, yep. and Kylo misinterpreted everything that that Luke was doing, which isn't really hard to do. The guy was basically going, I'm going to chop your head off with my green lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Um. Luke has been known to have those moments of weakness. And because of that is why he cut himself off from the force and realized that I need, it wasn't so much that he felt that the Jedi needed, needed to end. It was that he needed to stop doing it Mm -hmm. because every time, every time he tried to do something good, he wound up having those momentary lapses into the dark side and damn near destroying everything he accomplished.
1: Yeah. You hit that exact point as one of my biggest things with Luke Skywalker, right? (laughs) everyone has this everyone has right. um luke skywalker real quick uh we got some uh, really good stuff going on over on twitch uh thank you so much uh heba Globin for the follow and giving us the share we appreciate that um but look everyone has luke skywalker up on this pedestal as they should right luke skywalker is the pinnacle of the jedi he's literally carrying on the jedi as we know it um but Luke Skywalker's always been someone who lets emotion get the best of him. That's why he left, uh, you know, to find, uh, the droids, you know, that ultimately lead him to, you know, find Obi-Wan Kenobi, right. Which then leads to the assassination of his, of his aunt and uncle, which then leads him to go on this crazy adventure with this old man. He leaves Yoda in his training because his friends are in trouble. Even though Yoda specifically tells him like, You should not leave. Um, All of this, all of these like little things like that. I mean, he's always been someone who uses emotion and can let emotion get the best of him. So even for a split second, for him to think I'm gonna assassinate my nephew because this is ultimately the best thing to do, even for a split second, I can truly believe.
0: No, absolutely. As far as far as the other point you made, though, absolutely. Uh, which, by the way, uh, Hobgoblin, I, I'm I'm looking at you. I saw that you followed, so uh, not to not to jump on not to jump on uh, uh, Dave's uh, bandwagon here. But thank you very much <laughs> for the follow. And also, uh, Dave, he did ask. I don't know if you saw. He asked if you're also streaming live on YouTube.
1: Yes. Yeah, we're also on YouTube as well. All
0: right. Cool. Uh, as far as your point about. Uh, Last Jedi not really having a a cohesive connection to like the force awakens or trilogy in general. I absolutely agree with you. Um, One of the worst things in the world I thought that could have ever been done is after JJ Abrams did the force awakens, he hands it over to Ryan Johnson says, do whatever you want. Right. That there was no outline to it whatsoever. I am a person that fully believes some of the things in the last Jedi spoilers for those that may not have seen the film, but If you haven't seen the film, what are you doing here watching this? Fuck off! Um, (laughs) Exactly. Um, I think J.J. Abrams is absolutely going to retcon that bullshit about Ray being a nobody. Oh yeah, because I think he had. I think he had bigger plans for it. That's why he built up for it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, I really didn't like what Ryan Johnson did with uh, General Hux. I thought Hux would be a young. I agree. uh, uh, Moth Tarkin of the Mm -hmm. of, of the future, if you will. And instead they turned him into like, you know, uh, Lou Costello of, of the comedy team of Kylo and Hux. Yep. It was, it was, you know, I hated what they did to him. Yeah. Um, just, just quite honestly, um, Ryan Johnson, I've got nothing against Ryan Johnson. I actually don't hate the last Jedi. I really do like the last Jedi. The biggest things that I would personally change in the last Jedi is I would erase that whole entire bullshit of Canto bite
1: oh yeah i think i think and i think just about anyone would agree with you on that i think aggro dad gaming over there on twitch says his best he says the last jedi just made the force of right Ra- uh the force awakens irrelevant a lot of the first movie was about ray's search for her parents and and the last jedi were just like fuck it their, their parents are no one <laughs> and it's not just that it's not just that little thing it's you know it was ray's parents the knights of ren um you know uh even just maz kanada saying like this lightsaber calls to you you know like there's all of these like little questions that they just completely said fuck it to not to mention luke skywalker you know being handed the lightsaber now the one thing like i said i can i can be okay with a lot of shit that happened in the last jedi but one thing i can never accept is the fact that luke skywalker would throw his father's lightsaber behind his back like, of, of just pure disrespect. Like, at least... No, I absolutely agree on at that. At least hold it. So, um, man, we, we were going to bullshit a little bit about, like, what we did last week and stuff. But we got right into this. So, let me just go ahead and pause for a second just to uh, catch people up who have checking us out for the very first time and let them know what we are all about. Guys, we are the cocky cockpit podcast uh we're the cocky cockpit in general so uh if you guys don't know who we are we're a group of content creators from the pittsburgh pennsylvania area who like to keep our head in the cockpit and make star wars comedy videos podcasts and live streams for your entertainment so if you guys like that we would love for you guys to become a member of the scum simply hit that follow or subscribe button and if you guys wanted uh to help support the show Definitely, multiple different ways that you can do so. If you guys are watching us live, like you can every Sunday night at 8 p.m. or 9 p.m., be sure to check our social medias uh, uh, for all of those details. Uh, for when we're running late, like we did tonight, uh, you can simply just uh, you know go on there and uh, give us a like, a follow, you know, uh, a share, a host anything, guys. We'd really appreciate anything you guys can possibly do to help out the show. If you guys are listening to us, uh, to us on any podcast services we're on uh itunes stitcher and uh i oh my god i'm so rusty at this it's been like three weeks since i've done this uh itunes (laughs) stitcher soundcloud um we're on google play now iHeartRadio. man we're on so many different podcast providers we'd really 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 appreciate if you could swing over there just leave us a five-star review and tell them how awesome we are hashtag get cocky in this bitch and uh, yeah, we would also like for you guys to be part of the show, just like we are seeing over there in the chat, blowing up right now over on Twitch. We would love for you guys to jump into the conversation. I want to hear your thoughts, comments, questions, and concerns for each topic as we discuss it, so we can highlight you and make you part of the show. But uh, yeah, so we talk. We're talking a little bit about Last Jedi, and I, I want to get kind of back to that a little bit, real quick. Because uh, here's the thing about the Last Jedi is yeah, I that got was, a question.
0: Yeah. You got a question before you go before it. you do, I got a question. Maybe kick off the stream a little bit. How was your week?
1: My week was <laughs> pretty unevent uneventful. So there was there a, a big Star Wars event out in the um, out in the Philly area, where the guys over at the um, Lancaster Rebel Cause were raising money. Now they're a nonprofit organization out there who basically like to help out their local community with the love of Star Wars. And uh, we definitely helped those guys out. A couple weeks ago, when we were in Three Rivers Comic Con, uh, we raised money for them. We raised about $75 bucks, um, from them uh, for them. And it was a really good time. They were doing a big event out there with a bunch of other Star Wars podcasters and stuff that I was really hoping to make it out to. And because of a possible promotion at work, I had to basically stay at work and. Uh, um, you know wasn't able to make it out and it really made it, like the biggest knife in the back part of it was steve kirk from san diego sabers who i went out to san diego for his convention uh Intergalacticon, actually flew all the way out to philly for this event and i totally missed it so i was really 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 mad because there was a bunch of really cool people out there so but yeah uh how about yours any anything star wars related in your in your life going on right now
0: i re-downloaded uh knights of the old or yeah old republic to uh be able to present it to the cocky cockpit
1: oh yeah 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 so for for those of you don't know we play every tuesday night uh starting around 8 p.m or so we get together and we just do a big fucking group fest of star wars battlefront 2 where we get together uh we alternate between xbox and playstation each week this week is gonna be xbox um right yeah
0: yeah i won't be on it because i don't have a copy all right so uh
1: yeah we get on every tuesday night at um at 8 p.m eastern time where we just get a big group together and we play star wars battlefront two together this is your time to basically you know get to uh get together with us we love you know other streamers to help multi you know multi uh stream with us and to be part of that chat so it's a good time you guys should definitely check it out uh, you guys can just head over to our Facebook group. It's uh, facebook.com slash cocky cockpit. Uh, or you can check out our Facebook group, which is called the Cocky Cantina, where basically we share like Star Wars memes and, and just fuck around. And that's where we do a lot of our communicating and stuff. So if you guys want to jump into it or just simply send me a tweet, I got him. we have it. Biting Don't Tech now following us there over on Twitch. Thank you so much for the follow. Really means a lot. Right but, on. Yeah. Let's, um. yeah, I, I definitely want to start playing. Uh, Knights of the or Old Republic or I'm sorry, whatever you what the fuck's it called. I always want to. I always
0: want to add knights. I always want to it, yeah, yeah, put knights the old too. Republic.
1: Like fuck the like they just why couldn't they just call it the knights? You know, oh, fuck it anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, that would be pretty cool. I mean, that'd be we'd be able to get a lot more people together. So you know, maybe oh, uh, until we can start getting this whole board game thing together on Monday nights, uh, maybe give it a shot. So let me uh, let me boot it up on my computer and see how it goes. Um,
0: right on. But beyond that, yeah, nothing, nothing special in the Star Wars world that uh, that I've done this week. But
1: yeah, real <laughs> quick, the thing, the thing uh, you mentioned, um, uh, real quick about the Last Jedi, I just kind of get back on this because here's the thing about the Last Jedi was because it was, and I think in a way, I kind of question if they did this on purpose. But I don't, I don't honestly, truly think they did. I got was, it. Was oh man, we got another one. Uh, Big Chris, AT, uh, Big Chris ATX over on Twitch just gave us a follow as well, man. Thank you so much, really appreciate that. Um is because The Last Jedi came out in December and immediately in May we got solo, we didn't get a lot of time to chat about this. And really, if there's any better time to get back into talking about The Last Jedi for the most part, this is a good time to do so considering it just hit Netflix and a lot of people are checking out for the very first time. But you talked right. about Hux, right? And the one thing I always mentioned when we did our big predictions for The Last Jedi, my one of my big predictions was Hux, right? I thought Hux was gonna become a very big part of the force awakens and i thought he was honestly going to be the big person to kind of we were going to get kylo ren and the knights versus like luke skywalker and ray and that would have been one storyline and then we were going to get um like poe dameron and you know leia against hux in the first order as another storyline so and then to see you know now a lot of people have a lot of beefs with how they portrayed Hux and just the opening act with Poe Dameron where he was, you know, like, you know, basically a, can you hear me now commercial? And I fucking loved that. I thought it was a great fucking scene. It was a great way to get straight into, holy shit. We got biting tech over there now hosting us with five streamers there. Thank you so much, man. Um, but I thought that was a great scene, a great way to get into a star battle and a great way to start the film. And a lot of people hated the way they portrayed him. Cause again, it did undermine Hux, but that wasn't truly my biggest beef with it i think the way they really undermined hux the most was at the end of the film whenever kylo ren basically force chokes him and says i am the supreme leader right like that could have been his point to basically step up and become that grand moff tarkin figure who basically is like not necessarily saying he would become the grand you know the the um supreme leader But I mean, look at, look, look at the, um, how, how would I explain this? The level of officer, this guy was, you know, this, this, how high tier of a leader he was to be the one man who's basically making the speech before they decimate five fucking planets out of the sky. You know, this man has a high standing and for him to basically take on this large role of, Basically, this man who's rolling this gigantic fucking First Order uh, army, I think it was a great time to do so. Um, but again, we just make him the comic relief and basically just undermine him completely.
0: Well, what I'm what I saying is that uh, you're absolutely right. In The Force Awakens, Hux gave this Hitler-esque performance of like, he is obviously not a man to be messed with. And the dynamic between him and Kylo Ren, like, from the arguments about the BB-8 unit uh, going down to Jakku and... All that type of stuff, you really got this. Like, they were buying for uh, uh, the affection of Snoke, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, like like two sibling children trying to get daddy's attention. Like, you really got that sense that this guy is a menacing military strategist, <clears throat> excuse me. And then in The Force Awakens, I didn't like that opening, I, I thought it was funny. I, uh, I, I, the can you hear me now and the mother joke, I c- probably could have lived without, but the exchange <laughs> was kind of. The the, the the exchange was kind of funny. Um, but what bothered me was like, to disagree with you a little bit here, uh, when when we had the, uh, the Supreme Leader's dead, long live the Supreme Leader scene, that was, uh, that I was actually fine with because I could see Hux, like this is the first time Hux is really getting a taste of how powerful Kylo is. Mm-hmm. You know, and as such, it's like, okay, I could see like if, if Vader ever turned around and force choked Tarkin, Tarkin Opinion of how he treats Vader, um, which to my knowledge in canon anyway, Vader's never actually you know attacked Tarkin, so I could I could definitely see I could definitely see like that type of exchange between uh, Kylo and 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 Hux, and that not diminish Hux's character, but later on when they're down on a, a crate, and I mean he just force pushes Hux into the wall of the ship and damn near kills him. <laughs> <What> them. <laughs> you know, it's like, right there you took away any credibility of he General Yeah, made Huck that fucker do like a Kool-Aid man. <laughs> yeah, you know? Damn near blew him through the freaking ship. Wrecked him. <laughs> damn near killed him. With him. Yeah, just because he was disagreeing with him stri- uh, strategically. <laughs> you know, and it was like that, okay, you just took away any credibility of what Hux could be. Yeah, for sure. Now, that doesn't mean they couldn't in episode 9, Again, figure out a way of make Hawks in the background, like to, to to the face of Kylo Ren, who's now the supreme leader. You know, uh, be the sniveling little coward, but behind the scenes, be looking to wrest control away from from Kylo. Basically, be another uh, stealthy threat to uh, to Kylo's reign. Mm-hmm. But at least at this at this moment. That that's speculation. At this moment, they they killed what they built up to be a great, great uh, empire type leader.
1: I agree. I agree. So, and uh, you know, with that, I mean, we talked briefly. And so, where did you where do you kind of lie on the last Jedi? Are you? I mean, if you were if you were to say like, out of my favorite Star Wars, let's keep it in the realm of the Star Wars films, right? Because ultimately, I would say ultimately as a as a film last jedi personally i would give like a six or a five saying it's anywhere from like mediocre to be an okay out of 10 uh where would you personally say
0: well the 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 perfect star wars movie to to me of all time is still empire strikes back that will never change uh very close underneath that is uh is rogue one for me see rogue one's in my top three as well I loved Rogue One, and then of course the original A New Hope, uh, then Revenge of the Sith, and then uh, Return to the Jedi. It's surprising, but I really I I'm sorry. The Obi wan Anakin lightsaber battle did it for me.
1: Oh, uh, wait. I'm and, sorry. Uh, you said you said number th- uh, Episode three was your number three.
0: Uh, episode three was my number four.
1: Oh, okay. Number was three you- was A New Hope. Gotcha. Gotcha. See, a- Episode three is also my top three. That's my number two. My it would go. Uh, for me, it goes like Empire, uh, um, Revenge of the Sith, Rogue One. But I'll let you continue.
0: Okay. Uh, after After that would be Return of Jedi, and then The Last Jedi. Okay. Wow. And, it's, and, so
1: it's up there for you.
0: And then And then it's Phantom Menace, and then dead last would be. Uh, uh, attack of the clones i'm not counting the holiday special i'm not counting the clone wars movie because those would all go below attack of the clones anyway (laughs) i fucking love the
1: holiday special so goddamn much we there is like a tradition in our house to where we get super drunk off like eggnog and i make star wars gingerbread cookies and we watch the fucking star wars holiday special and my wife won't even do it anymore she's like i can't i'm like you're not drunk enough You need more <laughs> drinks, <laughs> so.
0: But yeah, uh, look, PS4, you're fucking up, man, with that VR headset. You need to come out <laughs> with that shit that fucking Grandpa Chewie was watching. I'm telling you, make it happen. We we really do need that. Um, but <laughs> oh, did you, did you did you speaking of not to take off topic yeah. a little bit, but speaking of PS4, uh, the other week when you couldn't be on the uh uh, uh Battlefront series and and Brian and I did it. Okay. Did you watch that stream? Uh, I got bits and
1: pieces of it. When I when I was like driving to work, I was just like kind of tuned in a little bit. All right,
0: uh, I had come up with an idea that they need to put into Battlefront too. Okay. Oh because wait, I do know have, this. They this... absolutely must have this. Hold on,
1: let me let me premise this. I know what this man's about to say, and the cocky cockpit a hundred percent endorses this idea. Go for it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want a game type called hide and seek. Yes, uh, if you ever played or seen uh, gameplay of like the the online Friday the 13th game where you get a bunch of people together and it randomly chooses one person to be Jason and everybody else is a counselor. Now, the project, the the object is the person who's Jason is trying to find the the uh, the 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 campers counselors (laughs) and kill them before they can escape the map. And of course, the counselors are trying to avoid Jason and get out of the map safely before the end of the match. I say we do this premise, but instead of it being Jason and counselors, it is Anakin Skywalker. Yes. And the younglings.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> this, this needs to happen. Like, this, no joke, like this would be an amazing amazing premise like again they already have the ewok hunt right which is similar to it right it's a bunch of ewoks it's essentially just zombie mode right Mm -hmm. so when you're a stormtrooper you all you have is a a blaster and a flashlight and ewoks are sneaky little fucks, and they you know they'll 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 gangbang you um so we just take that premise and you know we eliminate the respawn as a as an ewok but you're just a youngling with like you know and like you said you basically can just hide because you don't do shit for damage and it's last man standing wins you know i i love that premise like there's like a time limit or something like that until let's say like obi-wan kenobi returns the you know the 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 call to like hey you know the empire's bad essentially do not return to the empire or to the jedi temple i think it's a, i think it's an amazing amazing idea and that definitely needs to go down for sure
0: now look look i'll be fair enough to say obviously we can't have the youngling the younglings like master skywalker I'm no sure. no we want that <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure oh we do want that, but I'm sure EA will never allow that to happen. You could have teenage or above Padawans and, and make it just as fun, mm-hmm. you know? And at least then give some sort of fighting chance if you think you can <laughs> lightsaber with Anakin. <laughs> oh, shit. Absolutely.
1: Um, but when we talk about The Last Jedi, obviously it was not um, reviewed lightly, right? So a lot of people don't like i would say a majority of star wars fans for the most part do not like the last jedi um and if you did that's fine you know again i'm i'm on the okay side of it like it's okay it's fine you know it's not my best star wars film but i think ultimately it's it's a good movie you know like it's it's eye candy for sure you just really have to turn off your fucking brain to be able to look past a lot of these plotful fo- plot holes that have and and like aggro dad gaming said you know to basically go well what what about this in the you know the force awakens um you know and because of that there's a lot of you know star wars fatigue in a way you know especially with this movie coming out three months after uh the last jedi that's again poorly received and because of that a lot of people didn't show out for it i mean there's there's a lot of excuses as to why solo did so poorly in the box office and we've covered that in previous episodes you know whether it be star wars fatigue or um just so much other shit in the box office with you know um deadpool and uh, avengers and, and and um the incredibles um there is a lot of speculation as to why solo underperformed in the box office um but that's really not the topic here as to why it did but ultimately the repercussions of that so you know ultimately we've been hearing rumors that Lucasfilm has going it has canceled or i want to say canceled but halted all production of other so, uh standalone films until further notice um
0: what? i would i would I would argue with you a little bit here. first off, I see Big Chris had had stated uh, here, not true. It made over a billion dollars. The majority of the fans loved it. I actually agree with Big Chris on that. I do think but well, first off, it did make that much money. Ah uh, but also i I do think that majority of the fans may not have loved it, but they didn't hate it. I think it's a I think it's a a small a sm- vocal minority that hated the I gotta,
1: last I, I'll disagree with you, but i will I'll, I'll, we'll agree to disagree and and just continue well, on with the conversation.
0: Right, we'll we'll agree to disagree. Uh, my my thought process with solo, uh, I do agree with you. First off, it went up against Deadpool two, and the Avengers Infinity War. Which, by the way, holy shit on both of those. Yeah, they were both great. There, there was there was uh, I would I wouldn't put Star Wars A New Hope against those two with the way they did in the box office. No way. They they it was stupid at Disney to think they could compete with those franchises, especially since Uh, one of which was (laughs) one of their own franchise. Yeah. You know, it's kind of, kind of a dumb idea, you know, but, uh, the second thing, yes, because of the, the split in the fan base, uh, because of the last jedi solo needed more time to especially with all the crap that happened mm-hmm. in the background with the lord yep. miller stuff yep. and ron howard taking over you know they, they choosing alden aaron reich who by the way did an awesome job as i, think he, did, I, think, I think, think he did i think he did
1: great that, that was my one of my biggest concerns and i'll let you get back to what you were saying but i just want to point out like i think he did fine you know i that was my biggest concern about going into this solo solo film is like you said all of the background noise that we were hearing of like you know he needed an acting coach and you know like you know the whole lord of miller thing and all that you know but ultimately i think i think i think the whole acting crew did great
0: oh absolutely well to an extent again fuck (laughs) l337 yes (laughs) <laughs> Fuck everything about L. You know what? L three three seven ruin Empire Strikes Back for me, because when three PO is talking to the hyperdrive of the Millennium Falcon and he's talk turns around to Han and he's like, I don't know where your ship learned to communicate, but it has a very <laughs> peculiar dialect. Now all I'm going to think about is that stupid, you know, droid justice freaking droid asshole from from Solo spoilers who becomes the brain of the Millennium Falcon. Did did so- L three did L three rape your childhood? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it totally raped my childhood. I I, I feel violated I need Play Doh and a coloring book now. Uh no. Um it's like, solo, by the way, is is above Attack of the Clones for me. I mean it's not yeah. that terrible. I didn't I didn't I didn't hate the movie, just I think all those factors mixed in with the fact that this was a movie. Nobody needed, right? Nobody needed this. movie. No one asked for this. this story in any way, shape or form. There's so many more stories you could have told. Yep. There's so many more imaginative, uh, things we could have done even within the, in between episode three and four, which we seem to be totally comfortable with, uh, for some strange reason. Cause there's not 30 years between, uh, return to Jedi and the force awakens that we could tell some stories mm-hmm. or anything like that. But, uh, you know, uh, there's there's other stories they could have done. I think the biggest threat to Solo, which is why it bombed so much, was the fact that it was a movie nobody needed. I agree. Yeah,
1: I'm. I I think it would have definitely benefited from giving it the extra time that it needed. Put it out in December. You know, what's it going up against then? Avatar two. Whoopie fucking do. You know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. Avatar is a big fucking deal, but I feel like at this point, you know, the whole um, 3D aspect of it. is kind of over with that was truly what people were going to see it for i mean the storyline is one of those things you see it twice and you're like okay i I, you know kind of enough and that's coming from a guy who i went and seen avatar in theaters like four or five times like i loved it but like you know after seeing it probably the third time or so i'm like this is pretty a, a pretty bland story for the most part
0: i fell asleep during it okay
1: so but yeah i mean what's it going up against uh, that we know of and a uh, grain like i'm sure there's some other great fucking marvel movie coming out that time that that i'm it's completely slipped my mind but the big one everyone's talking about this december is going to be of course avatar 2 but let me go ahead and uh read this article here it's, it's pretty interesting this is here is by the hollywood reporter um okay. and it, and it was published on the 22nd of june so a little bit about about a week ago um and the title was lucasfilm uh licking their wounds but not halting star wars development says um disney and lucasfilm are reassessing their plans for future star wars films in the wake of the disappointing performance of solo a star wars story which have uh which is having to fight to make as much as 350 million worldwide sources tell the hollywood reporter quote they haven't slowed down development says the uh, source with knowledge of Lucasfilm thinking but they are licking their wounds um and then we're back to the uh, article here it says Lucasfilm uh, president Kathleen Kennedy and her team are regrouping to figure out the decision um sorry the direction of the movies beyond the final installment of the main series of films Star Wars episode 9 which is scheduled to release December 20th 2019 quote it doesn't mean that those spin-off films won't happen says that Uh, you know um, insider it just means that they are trying to figure out how to make uh, market and how to make and market them differently which ultimately i think is the best way to go out of it personally Uh, in the case of the boba fett spinoff the project is still being developed uh sources tell the hollywood reporter um with uh let's see here ken Kinberg and mangold writing the script and the plans of being Mangold to direct uh, but there is a catch with, this, uh, with Boba Fett. Sources say that the underperformance of Solo, that project, is now being reconfigurated. The thinking is that if Han Solo, one of the most iconic characters in the Star Wars universe, couldn't sustain a big-budget origin feature, then a Boba Fett film would have to be scaled down, given while the character is popular, he is certainly less well-known uh, to most movie- moviegoers than the Corellian Smuggler. Uh, the status of the obo and kenobi spin-off film is less clear um was his name dowry uh has been in negotiations to direct but both the studio and his agency caa had no comment in the current state of the project there have even been rumors that ian mcgregor who is who played the young obi-wan kenobi in the first three episodes of the saga would reprise his role for the spin-off. the actor was even present at the solo premiere, but his next gig, uh, McGregor will shoot a Warner Brothers adaption of Stephen King's Sleep. Do- I'm sorry, Doctor Sleep, which goes into production later this year. Since acquiring Lucasfilm for four billion dollars in October 2012, Disney has released four films, and the, well, this is just kind of kind of going off in the meantime. But I guess my biggest, I guess the the. Um, The topic that we're going to be talking about here is these spinoff films, right? These rumors going out that they're not ceasing productions, that they're just slowing them down to figure out how to make and market them better. I would agree with that. I think that is the best way to go about it. But, you know, they're talking about Boba Fett, right? And if they can't market Han Solo to an audience, why bother
0: with Boba Fett? and excuse me excuse me a moment here disney this, this is for you i want you i want you guys to see this excuse uh, yeah. me. <laughs> oh god what's he doing here god damn it what is wrong with you disney did you just I'm hit wrong, your head what? off the fucking desk yeah I, yeah I banged my head on my desk because that's what <laughs> disney's doing let me explain something to you nobody gives two shits about boba fett okay let me let me break it down to the reality of Star Wars for you. Boba Fett was a character who had five lines in two movies. One of those lines was, ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay? He got his ass kicked by a blind guy with a stick. <laughs> and shoved down a toothy butthole. <laughs> Solo. Why did Solo fail? He's the most iconic character of, the, of all time. It wasn't Harrison fucking Ford, right. Matt, jackass. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, Kathleen Kennedy. What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. You want... Okay, here, here's the deal. You want to figure out if these uh, solo films, not solo as in Han Solo, but solo as in Star Wars story films, are going to work. People are screaming for Obi-Wan. Yes. And that's the one you're not sure of? Yes. Ewan McGregor has gone on record stating he would love to reprise Obi-Wan, whether it's a Star Wars story or just a like a cameo appearance. He would love to play Obi-Wan again. Mm-hmm. He wants to do it. Right. The fans want it. That brings your fan base back. But we're going to look at Boba Fett? Mm-hmm. And don't get
1: What me the wrong, hell's the matter I, with you? I think if they did a Boba Fett film, it would be an origin story of, like, the, it would be a, essentially Solo Part 2, right? Or Solo, like, the sequel to Solo, where we get to kind of a connecting thread of seeing Solo and Han, or I'm sorry, let me rephrase that, Solo and Boba Fett, and their origin story right and and we would kind of thread um you know job of the hut in there somehow or however they want to go about it or even even you just do boba fett as a kick-ass bounty hunter and make it like almost like a james bond film or you know or like an oceans 11 film and make it this kick-ass film and then at the end you know they kind of start you know uh kind of leading you on to the whole Han Solo thing, and and at the end, leave that as the cliffhanger for how he meets Han Solo. Um, But like you said, I mean, people are asking, people are begging, right? You want to know what people are going to go see? If you're trying to sell Star Wars fans on a movie and you're concerned about ticket sales, listen to your fucking fan base. You know, don't, and, and it's not just, you know, the, you know, Everyone would love a, uh, an Obi Wan film, much like you said, right? The man's re- you know willing to reprise the role, but instead you're considering like uh you know Obi Wan Kenobi, and we're gonna get another sequel trilogy from Ryan Johnson. We're getting a sequel trilogy or a series of films, is how they're putting it. Uh, with the guys who are writing the Game of Thrones, which I think I think both those can be really good um and that's not the question I think, here I but think that's the
0: best place for ryan johnson i'll be fair a lot of people are I'm probably going to kid my monish for this people hated the last jedi in the direction that ryan johnson took the film but i think if you give him the car blanche and an open slate to create whatever the hell you want it doesn't have to connect to anything else because it takes place in a different portion of the star wars mythos i think i think ryan johnson's going to shine Benny and Weiss, I will stand by this beyond a shadow of a doubt. You don't get the guys who created the Game of Thrones TV show, one of the greatest TV shows of all time, and you don't do the Old Republic. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I think... There's, a, there's no way you can't do the Jedi-Sith War of the Old Republic with these guys. Mm-hmm. You know, if they, don't, if they don't, even I may have to throw away my, uh, my fan card. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, uh we got a couple things going on over there in the chat. So let's see here. Uh Agrodad Gaming saying, uh, again, I may be odd, but I'd love a Boba Fett movie. I love uh I'd love a Chewbacca movie, I'd love a Yoda movie. Basically, just keep giving me more Star Wars as long as it isn't watered down. Uh Johnny over on Facebook says Rogue One was successful because the characters were new, fresh. Um uh, and, and Disney, I think he's referring to, he says they. I think he's saying Disney in particular, he says they are sick of canon. Um, Hiba Globin says I would 100% want a Darth Maul standalone since he is in an animated series, and George Lucas claims that they are canon, which they are. Um, and Disney still holds him up to this point. I mean, the the chat, they're they're you know they're they're basically getting to where we were kind of talking about uh before me and you uh chris to where you know i think you wanted to talk a little bit more about if we had reigns of lucasfilm and i'll let you premise the question here um with what what you have to bring to the table for this for this uh, episode
0: Okay, well, <clears throat> if, if, if we the fans were able to get a hold of the Star Wars stories, not necessarily uh, like, you know, the the, the, the uh, episodic saga or any of the stuff that like Ryan Johnson or Betty Offenweiss are doing, but we had the carte blanche to be able to say, hey, we want this, 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 and this type of a uh, Star Wars story, whether it's an origin story or just a little side story of these characters what characters would you want them to be? Whether it's from existing Canon or even from EU, who would you want to see show up? Mm-hmm. Like maybe, maybe Disney will actually listen to the cocky cockpit and hear these suggestions and maybe think, you know what? That wouldn't be a bad idea. Maybe we should start doing stuff like this. Cause yeah. you guys are the fans. Mm-hmm. You guys what you know, Dave and I are the fans, you guys are the fans, we're the ones that are going to be paying our hard-earned money to go see these movies, which, by the way, uh, solo to me, and I, I do have a question, because we brought up an EU Mara Jade, there you go, um, <laughs> you, did, you did bring up a Darth Maul standalone, and he is canon of still being alive in this time frame, he's alive all the way up to the end of Rebels, we know that story, yep. um, but... That's the one thing from Solo I don't understand. Which, by the way, Solo to me is as terrible of a Star Wars movie it was to me. It was still like sex. Sex could be bad, and it's still sex. I mean, right. Solo, when it comes out on Blu-ray, is still going to be in my collection. Yep. You know what I mean? But uh, what was the whole entire... Spoilers. Uh, what was the whole entire premise of having Maul even show up as a cameo in that movie? It... Like, <clears throat> Vader made sense in Rogue One, but what was Maul?
1: Okay, so from what I've gathered from listening and reading articles and stuff like that, um, I'm drawing a name blank on the director for Sola. So feel free, feel free to correct me. Um, Ron Howard. Howard. There we go. Thank you, Ron Howard. When they wrote the script for that, they basically just had um, a, a placeholder for this quote unquote guy and in the script it literally said big baddie right so it would say the big baddie appeared in via hologram uh you know um you know hologram and uh you know basically blah 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 right continues on in the script and whenever they were kind of coming down to okay who could we put here and they, they had it narrowed down to, like, five different characters that they could just lay in there. Everything from, like, a new character to, like, current, um, you know, EU characters that they could add in. You know, Jabba the Hutt was mentioned and, like, all of these things. And Howard was like, hey, you know, what about Darth Maul? Like, I remember, like, I you know, I, with him making this movie, he went back and he Accord had to kind of tighten up his, his Star Wars knowledge a little bit. And he said, what happened to right. him? And that's when they were like, oh, well, you know, you know, he went to the Mandos and this and that. And he basically like and then they decided like, oh, yeah, let's go ahead and just stick him there. So he was literally just stuck in there, like as fan service. That's all it was. He was there for pure fan service. And it's just it's one of those things that if you're not a diehard Star Wars fan like us and you don't watch the animated series and stuff, um, you know, and you just literally go to the movies just to just to catch up on the, the new Star Wars film. Uh, you might be a little confused as to, you know, wait, didn't he die? Or, you know, and it might confuse people as to where this timeline lies. So I think as cool of a callback as it was, and it was for those diehard fans, I feel at the same time it was kind of, you know, not not the the best choice.
0: That that was the point I was getting to with Darth Maul showing up in Solo. It was so uh, distraught. Disheartening to me because he was just there to sell tickets. He served no purpose to the story. When you, I got excited when you said Jabba the Hut. That would have made sense. Mm-hmm. have Jabba be like? I'm interested in this smuggler or yeah. something of that nature. Find me this solo guy or whatever. That would have made sense. Boba Fett, mm-hmm. Greedo mm-hmm. showing up. Somebody, somebody tied into this uh, to the uh, scoundrel underworld. Mm-hmm that would have tied solo into where he, we find him in a new hope would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. But Darth Maul serves no, uh, my first thought walking out of it is, are they telling us that we are going to get a, a mall movie? Is, right. is that why he showed up mm-hmm. or is this literally just there, there was no purpose to Maul being there other than, Hey, look, it's Darth Maul, <laughs> right. you know? And it made no sense. I mean, you want fan service. We want fan service, of course. Again, let's go back to Rogue One. I know one of the uh, listeners, I forget which one. Oh, uh, AgroDag Gaming oh. didn't care for Rogue One. But the two-minute hallway scene in, Vader, uh, in Rogue One with Vader, mm-hmm. that's fan service. That's right. correct fan service. Agreed. I, I agree. You know what? It is, uh, what is this, uh, the 2nd of July? 2018, and I'm still sporting that boner from that first time seeing that (laughs) hallway scene. Oh my god, that was a beautiful scene.
1: Yeah. Why? Not only just that, but like all the scenes we got with Vader, right? Like, don't choke on your aspirations. Like all of these things, you know, him (laughs) on him on uh, uh, Mustafar. Like these are these are the fan service things we want. I think I think Solo is peppered in with plenty of great fan service stuff. You know, but I feel like Darth Maul. Like I when I. When they showed Darth Maul, like I sat up in my seat, you know. But ultimately, I was just like, "All right, like, where are they going with this?" And uh, you know, I think which is a great way, a great segue into kind of like me talking about what you know standalone films I would like to see. So, and I mentioned this Absolutely. in previous episodes before. You know, I think if the if you know, you look at you look at Disney, right? And obviously, their two biggest franchises that they have are the marvel franchise and the star wars franchise one of them is doing extremely well and the one i mean star wars is still doing fucking amazing don't get me wrong but like you know i think they really could adapt the marvel film method to star wars right and i think even if you want to continue in the fact of solo right so you know when we look at let's say Uh, you know, we'll get a captain America movie. Then we get an iron man movie. Then we get a Hulk movie then we get a Thor movie. And then guess what? They all come together and they make an Avengers movie, right? I think we can do that with star Wars. Give us a solo film. Give us a Lando film. Give us a, um, you know, a Boba Fett film and then bring it all fucking together with a job of the hut film. You know what I mean? Like we could, they can adapt this and make it star wars now the thing that the thing that they got to be careful with right is not to confuse your average movie goer who is just checking out star wars and is not like filling in like all the gaps and doing the research before going into a film right so if we have let's say um you know w- let's just assume that they take on this role and we're just going to call it, like um We'll call it a prequel film, right? And and when I say prequel, I mean like what I'm what I'm referring to is like you know uh, young Lando, young Han, etc. Right? I'm just going to call that prequel for now, just for just for verification,
0: right? Before New Hope, got it.
1: True. And then we have you know our um new Ryan or we we have Episode Nine. Well, let's assume what's let's, let's assume that this trilogy is already over, right? Episode Nine finishes, so now we have our Ryan uh, Ryan Johnson trilogy. And then we have our um, Game of Thrones series of films, right? So we have three different, you know, time spans that we're bouncing back and, twi- uh, back and forth between. You know, I feel like you, you really got to be careful how you juggle them and not to confuse the audience. I think, I think if you're going to do it, the best way to do it is you're going to get three movies a year, which I feel like can be too much. And that's another topic I want to move into and uh basically but like hey let's release the uh, ryan johnson trilogy in december let's release the um uh prequel films again prequels and parentheses in Mm -hmm. you know uh may for uh labor day and then let's release the new game of thrones guys uh series of films in another time frame let's say let's say like september for um memorial day right is that memorial day (laughs) um or Labor, Labor Day. Day, Labor Day, excuse me. Um, and, yeah. and basically keep it in that uh, time frame, which could be extremely difficult if they are running behind schedule or have a lot more uh, shit behind the scenes falling apart. Like we've been seeing a lot of in, in the past few months and uh, ex- excuse me, past few years with a lot of these different films, whether it's Rogue One, whether it's, you know, episode seven, whether it was episode eight, whether it's episode nine, whether it was solo, Every single one has had drama, which is great for us. Don't get me wrong; I could bitch about this stuff all day, but you know it, it makes that scheduling factor very, very difficult. And I'll let you weigh in.
0: Uh, personally, I have to disagree. I don't think I don't think uh, once we're done with episode nine, okay, because that's the next film coming up. Once we're done with episode nine, there's a couple things uh, Lucasfilm needs to do to 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 fix their product. In my mind, number one, whether it's Ryan Johnson first or D, uh, Benioff and Weiss uh, first, either way, I think we need to go back to the one film a year. Understand? I know, I know. Uh, Marvel absolutely is having huge success of popping out four or five films a year, but it's because of the way Marvel was marketed. It's the way the character. There's so many characters within Marvel that have had over. 50 to 70 years of being of development.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Right, whether it's comic books or old TV shows or whatever the case may be, they've had development. Star Wars has had 41 years. I know that because I'm as old as the franchise. It's had 41 years. And the one thing that has made Star Wars special has been the anticipation of the film. Remember Mm -hmm. back in the day, the original trilogy and the prequels, we had three years to wait for each film. Mm-hmm. We had three years to sit there and speculate and everything else. And then when Di- uh, Disney bought Lucasfilm, we had the force awakens. Then we had to wait two years to find out what happened in the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. The only thing that saved us was rogue one a year later. I think they need to stay at the one year interval, stay in December because they proved that December works for star Wars and just flip flop between Benioff and Weiss and, uh, and ryan johnson's trilogy Mm -hmm. while they figure out what they're going to do with the star wars story i agree um
1: so i'm going to pause you at that moment of your conversation and i want to resume that conversation here briefly however before we move on to that i just want to get if again you have free reigns i mean i i heard you say about an obi-wan kenobi film i think you you absolutely want i've heard you say um, you want to see Night Seal or Republic, whether it be a TV series or whatever. Like, what what would you
0: do? Uh, salacious Crumb here and now. <laughs> I fucking love no, Salacious uh, Crumb so much fun. well this one this one hurts my heart because the one that everybody would that knows me would think that i would want more than anything else would be darth vader but we've had a darth vader uh so uh star wars story it was called the prequels Mm -hmm. i agree you know and the original trilogy i love vader i love vader to death
1: and i feel like we have enough uh context and and outside eu with him with comic books if you i mean if you read the comic books if you haven't the comic oh books god. with Darth Vader are fucking awesome, and you—it's like an, a, a must-read if you're a Star Wars fan and you're looking for more Darth Vader content. But I digress. Either run, either yeah. run. The yeah.
0: first, the first run was good, but this current run, oh my god! But um, no, that I, I don't know. Um, of course, the, the standby would be give me Darth Revan, but I—I I, I still stand mm. by Benioff and Weiss doing the Old Republic, and to me, the Old Republic means that we would get. Darth Revan. So I, I think I'm going to get my wish on that. I, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed on that, but I don't know. I think I think let's take a step outside of the known established characters. Um, I know Star Wars stories is kind of origin stories, but I don't need I don't need a uh, uh, a Boba Fett film. I could I, I think an Obi Wan film absolutely must happen because it would bring the fans back. But beyond that, I would rather see something about, like, uh, Quailin Voss. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes. Quinlan, you yes. Know, give me characters that have no true backstory, at least not in films. Right. You know, Shock T. hmm You know, the one thing I absolutely will refuse to ever watch, because it'll piss me off to no end as a, as a Star Wars fan. <laughs> I know a lot of people have asked for it, but no, don't do it. I do not want an origin of Yoda.
1: I agree with you on that. But, I, I mean, I, I don't want it, but it, if they didn't announce it. Jar Jar it... Origins. Yes, Jar Jar Origins. Me's
0: going to think that's a grand idea. Boy,
1: oh, boy. yeah. Moy boy. boy. <laughs> oh, dude, I went to see Jurassic World last night, and it's like, it happens like twice in the film where, like, a, a big, like, dinosaur is about to attack, and then a bigger dinosaur comes out, and I'm like, I kept looking
0: at my wife, and I was like, there's always a bigger fish. <laughs> <laughs> So there's a great film. There's there's a great uh, standalone film. What about uh? Obviously, we can't get the original actor, but if we're gonna if we're gonna go and establish characters, how about Qui Gon? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, let's see him as an let's see him as an apprentice to Dooku. Ooh yeah, I think that yeah that would be
1: really. I like that idea a lot. Um, so let's uh, let's go ahead and move on. So we let's c- pick up that conversation, and this is you know my other topic that I wanted to bring to the table. And I really have to give uh, credit where credit is due, and say that this whole thought process popped up in my head because another podcast brought it uh, to my ears, and that's uh, less than twelve parsecs with Tim Tim McMahon. Um, you know, fantastic podcast. Definitely go check it out. It's about seven minutes long. You can you can really just you know fill it in any of your time spans through whether you got you know an hour to spend or you got you know 10 minutes you can always make room for it so definitely go check them out but his his whole uh idea was i feel like with them bringing these star wars films out so fast were did the, the other forms of media of star wars are suffering because of it right so if we let's let's continue at the path of uh, a, a movie a year, which I'm okay with, right? I, I think if if it was you know two years or three years, it might be uh you know it, it might lose its um you know uh, heat, right? So it would definitely lose some of that momentum that it would have, right? So I think a, a movie a year is fine, right? But if we continue at this movie a year, right? when we get uh, let's say the last what's what's i'm just going to use this as an example right so when we first got uh the build-up to the force awakens right we got all of this force awakens gear right so we got new books we got new excuse me we got new books we got new comics we got uh you know tv all of this stuff right and then we go into uh the force awaken i'm sorry um uh rogue one Right. And then we got more stuff. Right. So we got the cat uh, cataclysmic. Uh, we got like the um, uh, we get all of these like little stories within that movie. Right. And you know, then we did it with The Last Jedi. Same thing. Right. We got like a, an origin story with like Phasma and all of these things. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, basically, what we're getting for the most part. with a few exceptions, um, very few exceptions, is we're getting just content based on the movie that is coming out to help build uh, excitement and buzz around these movies, right? To where because of that, we're not going to get the other kind of content that we would possibly want, excluding, I think, the comic books. I think, if anything, the comic books have been the only exception to this tale, to where like they're definitely going outside the box and and giving us, um, you know, stories outside of these films, right? Whether it be like an Anakin and Obi Wan, uh, you know, a comic book series or the Vader comic book series or Chewbacca or whatever it may be, right? So they're kind of the exclusion of this, but like. What was, like, the last book that really wasn't based around what movie's coming out, right? So, the last one I can think of is, like, um, maybe Tarkin or maybe, like, Lords of the Sith, right? It's, like... Lost Stars. Lost Stars, right? But Lost Stars was based around the Battlefront game, was it not?
0: No. uh, Battlefront was based around Battlefront. Lost Stars was kind of taking place uh, during the original trilogy but from the standpoint of uh uh tie fighter pilots right
1: okay i think you're right i think last stars i could be wrong but i think last stars is the last one you know um but it's just one of those things like when are we gonna get shit outside of that you know what i mean it's just like i feel like if anything we're we're getting less good out you know content outside of the movies that isn't tied to the next upcoming book.
0: What are your thoughts? And to be, to, to be fair, the comics have overreached a little bit too. Yes, I'm looking at you screaming Citadel run. That was god-awful. There is no need for Force vampires in Star Wars. <laughs> that was god-awful. Actually, to <laughs> oh, be honest, man. I
1: don't think I even finished that series, to be honest.
0: And there again, there is overreaching, because let's remember the 3PO run where they explained how he got his red arm. Uh, <laughs> which by the way they completely retconned in last jedi all of a sudden he doesn't have the red arm anymore no he had the <laughs> he had
1: the red he had the red uh he had the golden arm back at the end of the force awakens
0: no it's like okay well <laughs> what's okay. the fucking
1: point of that just sell me a goddamn <laughs> comic book and to sell me a different action figure that was the only well, point I- of that
0: well, I know I know the I know the point of it, because it, it's from the prequels all the way through. 3PO was a junk droid that has never been put together right. You know, through the original trilogy he had a silver leg. Yep.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, he he was supposed to be a junk droid who was never fully formed into a proper protocol droid like you would see with like uh what was it, T C sixteen? You uh, know. I think uh, so. I think that the, 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 the service protocol droid at the beginning of a, a, a Phantom Menace.
1: Yeah, I, that's, I'm, I, I'm not going to know that answer off the top of my head.
0: <laughs> I told you I'm a geek, man. Just, you know, but uh, So I get, I get the premise behind it. I didn't need a comic about it. Right. I love Chewbacca, but that Chewbacca run was god awful.
1: That was really bad. That, I mean, but, I, but to, to be honest, I thought that the one issue run of that story with him, how he got his run out, I thought it was pretty good. I like that story. But yeah, there have been some really really bad runs of comic books like you said the Chewbacca one. I wasn't the biggest fan of the Leia one. Um like you said Screaming Citadel. Um you know, there there's a, there's a lot of them that even just like uh with the Darth Vader series and I think it even uh, went over into the the just the regular Star Wars run of these fucking guys who basically have like synthetic implants that give them the force ability kind of deal. Like I was like what the fuck mm-hmm. is that? Like
0: I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm, enjoy- I'm out of all the new Star Wars stuff that's coming out, I can honestly say, the thing I'm enjoying the most is the comic book runs. I agree. I, I absolutely am loving the comic book runs, and of course, as a, as a fan of Star Wars, I want more Luke Skywalker stuff. Give me more Luke. Right. Just don't ever, ever make a sequel to Air to the Jedi. Don't. I, just, just. I, I it, ultimately... It,
1: I ultimately liked that movie,
0: that, that book. I
1: ultimately liked it, but the thing the thing I didn't like about it, which I think was a majority of the book,
0: was the whole love story. You liked Luke walking in on an alien masturbating? <laughs> that,
1: that I don't really remember, to
0: be honest with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, the, I think the other thing that really pulled it all together for me is I listened to the audiobook and the voice actor did like a really, really good Luke Skywalker impressions. So like I was kind of, okay. I was on, Fair plus like I was on cloud nine with anything star Wars at the time, you know, like, because it was the build up to like the, the force awakens. Like I was just eating up anything star Wars at that time.
0: But the one, the one thing I would say about like the, the books and the comics and, and, and even to an extent, the video games, The one thing that they're doing is they are introducing characters and they are taking risks, something the films are not doing with the exception of Last Jedi. The one thing I can applaud Last Jedi, whether you love it or hate it, the one thing I applaud, Ryan Johnson took a risk. Right. Whether you love it or you hate it, he took a risk, and I applaud that. Uh, I'd say multiple risks. Let's take it a different direction and see what happens. Mm -hmm. Right on – I'm I'm down with that. I'll tell you right now, the comics aren't perfect. I'm not personally a fan of Doctor Aphra. I think the character is a cool comic book character, but to me, it's a comic book character in a Star Wars universe. Wow. See, that's
1: I mean, like kind of like you know, people say like the Clone Wars. If there's one per one person that people really adapted and really took on as their own and love that character as much. You know, I would say like Ahsoka is like from the like the Clone Wars that people just absolutely love, and I'd say Doctor Aphra is from the comic book series that people love.
0: I, I know, and I, that's why I know I'm going to catch some heat and backlash for it. But personally, yeah, I, I love I love Triple I think Zero. she's a cool character. <laughs> I just wouldn't have made her part of the Star Wars mythos, because to me she doesn't fit. Right. That's for sure. me. That that's just me. For I sure. don't hate the comic book runs because of one character. Right. Do you, you feel? Know, I just but... don't.
1: But the ultimate question of it here just do you think that excluding comic books the novels right. the video games the stuff like that do you feel that we're kind of like even even the comic uh even the, let's say the the campaign for last uh for uh star wars battlefront 2 right it was a story that ultimately led to the last well, let's say They put some fucking big hella cliffhangers on that to make you think that Rey was incorporated in that story somehow right before The Last Jedi. Um, So again, even they're taking that storyline, and granted, they they fast-forwarded a little bit um, to basically give you that tie-in to The Last Jedi, Um, but ultimately same thing, you know, they're, they're basing these, these stories around releasing the releases of these recent upcoming films. So do you feel that these novels, the video games, um, I'm trying to think like some of the other different forms of media that we would normally get from star Wars, um, is lacking because we're getting, you know, merchandise based entirely based around the next upcoming film. And because of that, like, you know, because they're in a such a, uh, a fast and frequent manner that we're not getting anything um, fun and original that's not based off these outside movies.
0: Okay, so so if I understand your question correctly, do, you, do I feel that the merchandising, let's call it what it is, everything outside of the films is merchandising for sure. the films? Uh, do I do I feel that they're kind of hindering the films in some way, shape, or form, or, or hindering themselves because they're staying within that mythos of the film?
1: Yes, they're staying within the mythos uh, of the uh, film, so and therefore they're hindering themselves.
0: Yes and no. Okay, it's kind it's kind of an in between answer. I know it's kind of like riding the fence, but um, I think it because of like an and Battlefront two is a perfect example. Man, I I still get the feels. For the end of uh, the that, that DLC where you have older Aiden versio.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, to be 100 you know, percent honest, I just finished this like last week. Like okay, I've so, just, I've just been so be- yeah.
0: she died as Starkiller Base was blowing up. Yep. I, I caught some feels to that. You know, it's like, man, that that was that to me, that was excellent. That was really well done. And what I liked about it is it, it her story took place around the event. She didn't have a major Connection I agree. to the events I agree. of it. So, with those types of uh, performances, no, it's not hurting uh, either franchise in any way, shape, or form. However, okay, do I think they do need to start stepping outside of their comfort zone? Start stepping outside of in between episode three and four, or in between this movie and uh, two years before this movie, or something of that nature. Yes, absolutely. Again, we have 30 years between uh, Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens. People like Luke's story arc is done, thanks to The Last Jedi. Start telling the story. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, why did Han leave Leia? Yeah. Why, you know... These are stories that you could start digging into, whether it's a book, whether it's a comic book, whether you do a standalone film, these are things that you could turn around and and tell the story of. You could step outside of the conference zone, but even though those still tie into the movie Mm -hmm. and then after you tie those uh, strings up, absolutely. Let's start taking a look at the outside world. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're about to do it with Ryan Johnson. We're about to do it with Benny Weiss. So why can't we do it with the books and the, and the comics and, and the video games and stuff of that nature?
1: right like just based off like if just what's what's take the last jedi and uh the force awakens right because that's our most original trilogy um real quick over on the facebook chat we got some good things going on um (laughs) brent says i think i went to college with this guy where'd you go to college Uh, over there chris
0: I didn't go to college. I went to a trade school. There you go. Okay. And Mark says... <laughs> Orleans Tech for those who want to know.
1: <laughs> and Mark says, hello. What's going on, Mark? Thanks for joining the chat. Um, real quick, getting back to... Let's just take The Last Jedi and The Force Awakens, right? And the storylines that we would love more information on, right? I would say right off the bat, Luke Skywalker, um, his school, and basically like that whole... Like, I want to know who were the students, right? Right how do they do, right? Who was his prize? I mean, obviously Kylo Ren's going to be his like prize student, but I want to know, like we look at Harry Potter, right? Right. We have different schools, right? And how, let's take like Slytherin and Gryffindor and how they were kind of like, you know, they they were rivals with each other, right? I'd imagine there would be rivalries within the the, the school, right? Even if it's just like, you know, not, not sense in the of the Jedi, but like ultimately Kylo was able to convert at least six of those guys to become the Knights of Ren. And they killed all the others. So there's gotta be rivalries in there, right? So I would say that we wanna know more about Snokes backstory. Are we ever going to return to that? Are we ever gonna get those stories if we just continue to move along with these other Star Wars stories and we're only getting novels based on that content? When are we going to come back around to that,
0: those questions? That, that's my true concern. By the way, two, two things here. One, uh, Big Chris did, did say he would love to know the backstory of the Knights of Ren. I, I, hopefully, I'll answer that in what I'm about to say here. Uh, but the other thing, the other thing I got to say, too, is I got I to congratulate the cocky cockpit here. In 41 years of being a Star Wars fan, and all watching all the films, reading all the legends books, and all the current canon books, and all the comic books, and video games, and blah 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 blah. This first time ever I have ever sat here and watched Star Wars get compared to Harry Potter.
1: <laughs> oh, dude! Uh, fuck! I just, <laughs> I just, I just, I just watched a video that was like Harry Potter is Star Wars, and like this is why. Like, it's, oh, that comedian. Yeah, I the comedian. That, yeah. The comedian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> But, uh,
0: get, get Trust me, back, Harry I'm, Potter I'm, I'm is very
1: thinking. big in this house. So like I am all star Wars. My wife is all Harry Potter. So like, there's like a best of both worlds in a meeting there. So like, like for example, like on our, what would you call it? The mantle where like that holds our, like our TV stand, right? She's got her wand that she got at universal studios. And then right next to it is the lightsaber that I built at Disney world. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that's just our, that's just our house. So, but go ahead. You were saying but,
0: uh, I, I think I think the Knights of Ren were his students. Obviously. I think that's the backstory to it. Is, is they were the guys that, that jumped on bandwagon when Ben started, you know, I agree. flipping shit.
1: And I, I agree a hundred times with you. I, I, that's where as I think the Knights of Ren came from as well. But I'm just saying those those guys, what made them different? What made them join Ben and what made the the others stand against him and ultimately be slain? But
0: continue. Right. And as far as Snoke that's the one thing I gotta disagree with you on. I, it's kind of the same way with uh, with Yoda. I'm fine with what they did with Snoke. I'm glad he was a big bad in in the Force Awakens that turned out to be just a catalyst for Kylo's ascension. I don't need a backstory on 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 Snoke. Snoke is to me Snoke's backstory is he was there to make Kylo more powerful. Mm-hmm. That's good enough for me. That that's really good enough for me. The, the The story I take away from from Snoke is he was a he was he was. I hate using this type of uh, analogy here, but he was Donald Trump. <laughs> Continue. Okay, he, he was he he was Donald Trump. He was a guy who manipulated his protege because he was a rich guy who wanted to be in charge.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I I know I'm kind of shooting down. I'm not trying to alienate people that are Trump supporters, and in fact, I'm I'm being very neutral in this. I'm just I'm just giving an analogy to best explain what I think Snoke was. I think Snoke basically was a fraud. Okay. I think he, uh, yes, he was a Dark Side user, or at least he knew the Dark Side the same way Mas Kanata knows the Force, but wasn't a Jedi. But I don't think he was some supreme leader. I think he was a bullshit con artist that used his abilities in the Force to to manipulate Kylo to manipulate the First Order, and that's why he was so easily disposed of. I think he was just a straight con artist, a, a rich guy with a, with a Napoleon complex. I'm fine with that being the backstory. That's good enough for me. Now let's, let's move on. Let's see, let's see where we go from there. If we're going to backstory anybody, give me Plegas. People sure. are begging for Plegas. Give me Plegas. Give me, you know what? There's another great story that can be told. Let's talk about the apprenticeship of uh, Palpatine. People love Palpatine. Let's oh, yeah. hear his story. Mm. Let's hear how he killed Plagueis in his sleep. Mm. You know, let, let me have those stories. I think, I think these backstories, but there are some great backstories from the Force Awakens that need to be told. I want to know who the hell got the lightsaber out of the cloud city at Sure. How did it wind up in Maz Kanata's hands and why did it call Ray? Why did Ray hear Obi-Wan's voice, both Obi-Wan voices? Uh in the vision. uh, So many different questions that could, could be answered or should be answered that I think are more important to the moving forward of the story. Snoke, I think it's kind of going backwards. Knights of Ren, the only way I'll say I don't care is if they don't show up in nine. I think they absolutely need to show up in nine. But if they don't, then my takeaway from it is Kylo got together a bunch of knights to take out Luke's school, and then afterwards he killed all them.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think we're, we're definitely going to get it, uh, considering that J.J. Abrams is the one who's taken on the role to to take on this film. And, and basically, I think he's going to retcon a lot of things that he was really hoping would be tied into the next couple films that completely weren't. So I, I think we're definitely going to get ties for that. So I'm not worried about it. Um, I was, I, I mean, if anything, like, fuck, why couldn't we just have the the Knights of Ren become the Praetorian Guards, you know what I mean, like, that shit would have made sense, but we didn't even get that, I don't know, it's, and again, I feel, again, it just comes down to Ryan Johnson essentially writing this film before he even saw the last, or, excuse, excuse me, The, the Force Awakens, so,
0: I don't know. I, I agree with you, and I, I think that's why it's unfair to judge Ryan Johnson on uh, so harshly as as a lot of fans do. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of things in the Last Jedi I wasn't a fan of, but you know what? He worked with what he had, and we got to right. remember he worked on a on a script that he had no clue what the beginning parts of it was. He was given bits and pieces and said, "Okay, go with that." Mm-hmm. Can yeah. you write a film if I give you two, three important features, and the rest of it is you know silence? Right, right. You know so (laughs) even a porno has some sort of (laughs) storyline chris do you have any closing thoughts before we kind of start to wrap this up tonight uh absolutely if you guys have nothing else better to do and want to get your uh, head bang on i am happily going to bring some rock and metal and shove it straight up your no-no hole on uh radiocastfm.com monday night tomorrow night at 9 p.m Eastern Standard Time, so check your uh, time frame and figure out where you come in to, from 9 o'clock. Come join me and I'll make sure I play some nice tunes for you. And if you don't like the tunes, I don't give a shit. I play because I like it anyway. Um <laughs> Also, make sure you're checking me out on Twitch TV at Wild High 77 You can find me and all my other friends and podcasters, and including sometimes appearing uh, Mr. David Frischkorn, on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. You can find us on YouTube. Just type in Realm of the Mist Entertainment. We're the only ones there because nobody would be dumb enough to have a name like that. And (laughs) finally, finally, join me for all my Let's Plays for Press A Gaming, which can be seen on Twitch TV.
1: Very cool. I appreciate you coming out, Chris, and uh, and chatting with us. Uh, hopefully, we'll have to get you back on again here shortly with Brian, because uh, you guys are uh, awesome together, and you 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 two play off each other very very well, and it's uh it's it's great entertainment for sure. <laughs>
0: I had a blast being here, man. I Excellent, appreciate
1: man. it. So for those of you, uh, again, just checking us out for the very t- first time, let me just start by th- saying thank you to everyone who's checked out, for all the new followers, uh, for everyone who, who's checking us out. I mean, as of right now, we have 11 viewers, about 12, about 12 viewerships. Um, we got a bunch over there on uh, Twitch, uh, a face- couple on Facebook, couple on uh, on Mixer. So I just want to say thank you guys for, for checking us out. Um, if you don't know who we are guys again we're the cocky cockpit we're a group of content creators from pittsburgh pennsylvania who like to keep our head in the cockpit and make star wars comedy videos podcasts and live streams like this one here the cocky cockpit podcast where each week's topics are as random as a blaster but intended for a more civilized age so if you guys like that again make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button based on uh whatever uh, you know Source you're watching this from because there's a lot of them um and we really appreciate if you'd help support the show simply just you know if you want to leave us a donation you can over there on twitch we got the link there for you um but you know just share this with your friends um give us a review uh anything like that guys we just appreciate anything you guys can do to help support the show uh again we stream every sunday uh monday and tuesday over here on twitch.tv youtube.com facebook.com and mixer so feel free to check us out anytime you guys like uh you know what we got we got a hell of a viewership i want to keep going so i'm gonna go ahead and get reset up and i'm gonna go ahead and stream some nice to the old republic because i'm kind of feeling it you guys are in the chat you guys are excellent and let's go ahead and keep this party rolling for as long as we can so uh stay with us if you are here uh during the live stream but if you're listening or watching us at home in the
0: meantime may the force be with you This party's over. Always. Yeah.